Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. No Anthony in this episode. Hey, how's it going? I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always. Hi there, I'm Kenny Wendorski. And we're we're doing this again remotely for the foreseeable. <laughs> Hopefully not for too much longer, but uh, we, we 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 got it going. We got it hooked up. We're we're talking to human beings again. That's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's different. It's weird. But once again, almost everybody's doing it this way. Yeah. I mean, you go, you check out anybody else doing podcasts or YouTube or, or talk show hosts. Uh, they're all doing it this way. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plenty of people did it this way to begin with. I've done it this way just as the whole show before, which is. One reason why I wanted to do it, you know, the normal human interaction, both people in the same room way uh, with you. But <laughs> hopefully we can yeah. get back to that. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, hey, look on the bright side. It is a beautiful day out and I'm probably going to go fly a kite after this. <laughs> That's my I, plan. I plan on, I think I'm going to take a nap. Nothing wrong uh, with my that. kids. They're uh, they're over at their grandparents right now, so I I think I might actually sneak in a nap. I haven't had one of those in a while. They were they've been getting on our nerves for a while. Uh, I love my children, but cooped up in a house, quarantine style is is it's a rough one, man. Yeah, it's uh, so it's getting to kids. You know, I do the respite thing, and and my respite charge had a bit of a meltdown at the grocery store because they didn't have fondant, and she had it in her head. She wanted Ooh. to make a cake. With like beautiful yeah. fondant flowers, I think she must have seen like a cooking video on YouTube somewhere. And you know, grocery stores are kind of picked over of the weirdest stuff. The cake yeah. decorating aisle. Maybe it's just other people with a lot of free time on their hands and nothing to do but bake. But they they didn't have the fondant she wanted, and it was just like it was one thing too many. And <laughs> so yeah, I got to uh, I got to calm her down after that. Like. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, yeah. I believe that. It's it's funny because you mentioned it is the random things that you're like, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to go look for this one thing. I guarantee you they'll still have. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's always there when you need him just to just to make you feel better and brighten up your day? It's Batman. Yeah, segue. <laughs> segway. <laughs> we watched the Demon's Quest two-parter today. I watched it last night with my wife. It's the first time uh, she's watched this episode. I, I don't think she's even seen like too many of them, maybe like five or six. So this was kind of fun. I was like, hey, wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but she got a kick out of it. So this was fun. Yeah, this is a good one to jump in on, really, I think. I mean, we can, speaking of jumping right in, this is the first episode we've had with a cold open. We do That's not right. open on the title card. We open with Robin scaling uh, a spooky building, you know, a thunderstorm. We're not sure what it is at first. Uh, turns out he's just returning home to his dorm room, presumably after a night of fighting crime. Yeah, uh, but he is not alone. There are some shadowy figures in there. One of them shoots a dart gun and Robin falls down. And it's beautiful. The uh, rain effect where he falls in front of a, a, a window you can see mm -hmm. the water like trailing down the, the window, but in the reflection on Robin's body as he's unconscious. It's great animation, man. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, you know, from the fact that it's a cold open on, they're really doing a lot to to subtly signal to the audience like this is this one's gonna be a little different. This one's gonna be a, a bigger deal than your typical episode of Batman. So we yes. get our we get our late title card, the Demon's Quest. And then we go to Batman in the Batcave. He just got, uh, he's been out looking for Robin. Nobody's seen either Robin or Dick Grayson. But he gets a piece of mail from a messenger service. Robin's been kidnapped. He's being held hostage. What? Yeah. And even more shocking is in the Batcave is a figure. Two figures, actually. And so Batman, Bruce Wayne, has his mask off. And mm. that's like the first thing he's like, what the hell did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> it is. His exact words are, I am he who is called Raish al Ghul. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, David Warner once again doing the voice of Raish, and he's fantastic. So good. Every delivery, he's, he's wonderful. 
You ever you ever introduce yourself to that you know at a party like hey this is um hey hey Sally I'd like you to meet I am he who is called Ben Creighton. No, but now sounds like a good a time as any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might start doing it now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, he comes in. He's got also a ginormous looking uh, buff bodyguard, bald guy. His yep. name is uh, Ubu. Ubu, yes, indeed. And and uh, it seems that Raish is in the same situation. His daughter was kidnapped same night as Robin. Yes, indeed. And so Raish wants to wants to team up with Batman. Like, let's go find the kids. We'll have a little road trip. It'll be fun. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, Batman, being a detective, he notices that the knife has this bizarre kind of zigzag shape, uh, which is only found in, I believe, Calcutta. Yep, he says he recognizes the knife design, a particular group of mercenaries based in Calcutta, India. And yeah. Ray says, great, jet's fueled up. Let's go. Let's do, let's have some exposition on the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he goes. Uh, Batman's all about, even though he's a billionaire, he says, yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah. I mean, I've <laughs> so, got this like literal flying saucer that I used to get. No, it's cool. We'll take your ride. <laughs> yeah, sure. Save some gas. Yeah, but, but Ubu gets pissed because Bat's leads tries to leave first and ubu shoves him like no nobody walks in front of of my guy Raish. he goes first infidel. you follow yeah infidel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real uh, concerned with propriety is ubu and so batman says uh, this is a nice little you'll get to go through this as the episode progresses he goes all right that's strike one yep and uh so he follows them and you get a nice little indiana jones kind of moment they're going to head on over to to India. Yep. And I believe this is a scene where he's walking down a, a kind of an alleyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, some hired goons try to rough him up. Yeah, some turban ninjas. <laughs> I called them in my notes. They got their shirts are off, but their faces are wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's when when you need discretion... But it's a hot day in Calcutta. Yeah. <laughs> this is the fashion choice of the forward-thinking mook. <laughs> They've been working out. They want to show it off. Yeah. Well, it's the summer. They got their summer bodies. Let's do this thing. Sun's out, guns <laughs> out, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> so they, they go out there. Ubu pushes Raish to the side of the, the alleyway to protect him. But you can, Raish is watching. He, he's enjoying the, the show. Yeah, Batman's Batman, taking down these thugs, and Raish has a smile on his face like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm all about. Yeah. Uh, Raish even, he looks up at one point, and Batman sees that Raish is looking up, and so he prepares himself. There's a guy who jumps down. Batman is able to kind of uh, flip him and push him against the wall, and he asks him a question, you know, like, hey, uh, what's going on? Uh where where is everybody? What what's the dealio? And the guy gives him uh, some coordinates. He tells him to go to I Malaysia. Don't know. Did you get it in your notes? Yeah, Malaysia. Malaysia. Uh, he says it. You know, it's like in a place where there's a land of a belly of a beast inside of a, you know. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. It's a pagoda in the shadow of some volcanic mountain or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Malaysia. Um, yep. So this uh, is uh, apparently a jeep ride away, and on this jeep ride, Raish lays out his whole raison d'etre, his his whole reason for being. Says, "Man, you know what? Really, I'm I'm like poison ivy, but she's got uh, better tits." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. Look, what I'm all about, Batman, is saving the rainforests. Uh, humanity sucks, and nature's great. And uh, you know what? If if we have to kill a couple billion people to uh, to to make nature great again, then so be it. I say that's me. That's my deal. It's uh, yeah. He's like you said. He's got the same kind of agenda as Poison Ivy. Bruce Wayne says like, "Hey, I do donate money to save the rainforest." And Ra's is like, "Yeah, but is it enough? No. It's yeah, not. yeah. And he how much not. good has that done? Yeah, yeah. So it's a fun little." I guess, exposition ride. And they make it to this random, I don't know, temple. And uh, Batman goes inside. 
and the door closes and somebody throws in a Black Panther. Wakanda forever! Yep, Batman fights a panther, uh, wraps him up in his in his cape and gasses him, takes him out, and right about then Ubu busts in. And they find, as they're they're looking around, Race says, well, clearly this trap was meant to end our quest here. And Batman says, yeah, except that there's a map right here with, <laughs> like, somebody's leaving us a breadcrumb trail, my dude. <laughs> and Raish says, oh, I recognize this. It's in the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And so uh, back into the, the jet. And uh, so the plan is that Batman will... Uh, jump out parachutes and they'll continue to fly the jet to the landing site. But uh, as Batman jumps out, a giant rocket hits the jet Yep. and you're like, Oh no, uh, that, that sucks for, for those two Batman's floating down. And all of a sudden there's these machine guns, uh, skiing yes. James Bond kind of like guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Yep. Batman uh, fights some mooks. Heads into this, like, temple thing where he finds Robin all uh, tied up on this throne. And he, yeah, fights a bunch of mooks, lets Robin out. And then the dude from the cold open, one of the one of the guys who kidnapped Robin, has this distinctive, like, jackal's head, like, full head mask. Uh, yeah, walks uh, Anubis. In. Yeah, yeah, Anubis. Uh, there we go. And uh, he's clapping. Very awkward clap, by the yep. way. And uh, so Batman, he's, he's like a over. guy who's only ever read about the whole slow clap thing and trying to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is this is this how I how I express sarcastic approval? Am I doing it right? <laughs> is this how the kids do it? <laughs> he, he goes like too fast. That's yeah. the thing that kind of struck me. It's too fast for sarcasm, but too slow for for an actual applause yeah (laughs) (laughs) and this uh batman's having none of this he yanks the mask off and it's old man jenkins and and yeah i mean rachel ghoul he would have gotten away with it too (laughs) it wasn't for those meddling kids and yep just like in scooby-doo the guy under the mask is always the first uh the first non-cast member that you see (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) Spoilers, it's Rachel Ghoul. Yep. <laughs> Shocking. Yep. Uh, this ba- was all a test. Yep. All yeah. of it so he could re he could move his syndicate over to Batman. Yep. He wants which... Batman to uh to be his to be his heir and part of this whole package deal. Talia Al Ghoul comes out just resplendent in harem gear. <laughs> and I like the way I like the way Raish, like he he over enunciates the words son and man. I I have no son. I need a man to carry on after me. Clearly, this vagina over here is only good for making babies. <laughs> so you know, do that with her if you want. But you you boy, you are the man who can take over for me. Yeah, he's very. Uh... He's an old-fashioned guy, is Ray. He's 600 years old, yeah, so, uh, you know. yeah, his values are slightly different. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, getting back to Talia, uh, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, I, I remembered that she was pretty fan service in this episode. You were right. She is really fan service We say, you know, eh, it's a Bruce Timm design. She's attractive. Yeah. Wow, they're showing a lot of skin for a kid's cartoon. Yeah, Jeez. this was, I think, one of the first cartoons where I looked around to make sure that my parents weren't watching because I was like, I don't know if I want my mom to see this. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're sitting on the couch as a kid. You uh, you grab a throw pillow and just you know place it over your lap, just trying to uh, you know be nonchalant about it. But yeah, because she's you know a full midriff cleavage window in her top and then a long slit in her skirt, so you see her leg right up to her thigh, just really. <laughs> She's Bruce Tim Design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, Batman's having none of it. Yeah, he's, you know, he's fed up, don't like the game, so he's about to leave. And Raish is like, well, that means I have to kill you. We have to be enemies. And he starts coughing. Yeah, he's had coughing uh, fits a couple of times. And, and this time it's really like he, he falls unconscious. Batman thinks it's another trick, but he checks his pulse and his pulse is irregular. Batman says, well, you can't fake that. Uh, of 
course, with the with the science in this show being loosey goosey, I'd be not at all surprised <laughs> if if that had turned out to be he'd found some way to fake it. But he doesn't. Nope. He is actually experiencing health problems. And Talia Talia's says, like, yeah. well, let's take him yeah. to the pit. I was in the pit. You were in the pit. We all were in the pit. Which later on you discover there is a green, I wouldn't call it lava, but some kind of boiling ooze that comes up from the earth, only in specific places. And this stuff has kept him alive for 600 years. Yes, it is called the Lazarus Pit, as in, come forth. And, uh, yeah, Lazarus, uh, rebirth, right? Yep. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the guy in the Bible that, uh, that Jesus resurrected. Right. Uh, so they put him in, and Robin's like, oh man, we just killed him. Because, you know, you just watched the body go into the zoos. But then the ooze, like, explodes, and you see, like, this uh, flaming face and jumping out several, I don't know, a couple feet high. Yeah, a dozen, comes... couple dozen feet, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's hard to tell if he jumps out of the pit, or there's also, like, a big, like, almost splash or wave, like, if the pit ejected him, it's... It's very stylish. I'm not sure what the exact mechanics are supposed to be, but one way or another, Raish pops out of the pit looking fit and healthy. And he's doing a big-time laugh, evil laugh. Yep. And uh, Talia runs up to him, give him a hug. He gives her a hug, but then he picks her up like he's going to throw her in the pit. To and be continued. Yeah. <laughs> now, of our to be continued, this was one uh, for me that I was really like, oh, shit, I got to wait till tomorrow? This is great. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this is... As as two parters go, I mean, we've I've complained a lot about two parters that like ah this could have been one episode ah whatever. I think structurally this is a really good two parter where the it tells a more or less complete story in the first part, but then ends it on a really cool cliffhanger. Yeah, that just like blows everything up until this point. It's a pretty simple story. Like there's this guy. He's you know he's got this trap for Batman. He's kind of playing and Batman figures it out. That's part one. And then, oh, by the way, there's all this supernatural shit going on. Stuff's weirder than you knew. Where's this going to go? So part two picks up right there. Uh, He's laughing evilly. Still has Talia over his head. Uh, Luckily, Batman is able to to save her. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's about to get into a big old brawl where Talia's like, I can handle this. I know what to do. Slap across the face. <laughs> yep, that is what universally cures temporary insanity and hysteria in all of fiction. And sure enough, Raish calms down. He, sorry, uh, the uh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's we're, we're we're good. That that green shit, it's it's real good for you, except when it's real bad for you. It's uh, it's yeah. stressful. <laughs> yeah, apparently it causes temporary insanity. So, uh, but. You know, I sorry, I, I still got to kill you, Batman. So they they leave him and they set off this chain reaction where the cave is going to collapse in on itself. Yep, but there's a convenient rope. It's part of the lift mechanism that initially lowered Raish into the into the use there. Uh, conveniently leads up to this like skylight hole in the ceiling. Not sure why that's necessary, but it's very convenient for good old Batman and Robin. They're able Thank to get you. out. Yeah, they do a run across the mound, and the mound's collapsing in on itself. You get a really cool, just, you know, uh, jumping off a mound, sliding down the snow action sequence. Uh, They land, and uh, he's... Oh, they bring up something about a desert stronghold. Yeah, yeah, Raish mentioned that in passing. And Robin remembers that he heard the word Orpheus a lot. Uh, Batman pulls up Orpheus on uh, (laughs) mid-90s... Google. <laughs> now, what I thought was funny here is not far from the mountain mm-hmm. is civilization. <laughs> so they find a Wayne Tech, uh, I don't know, a Nepal area. And that's where they're all, you know, on the on the Internet and they look it up. Yep. <laughs> so that was convenient. They look up the old Orpheus and uh, yep. obviously Greek mythology, but it's also a satellite. Yep, a satellite that is in geosynchronous orbit over the Sahara Desert. So by figuring out those exact coordinates, they track 
race down to his desert stronghold. Uh, and at this point, Robin's part of the episode is done, so they, they have a little bit of dialogue about how Robin has to keep flying flying this plane to keep it below radar while Batman parachutes down into the stronghold. Really all an excuse to get Robin out of here. Okay, thanks. Bye, kid. I was okay with that. Yeah. Because I think this is definitely a Batman adventure story. We don't need Robin in there doing his quips. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. served his purpose, and he served it well. Yep. And let's move on. <laughs> so Robin, and I looked this up, he drops him off 100 kilometers away, which I had to convert that. It's 62.13 miles away. Okay. So he parachutes down, uh, what is it, under 500 feet. Yep. And uh, he happens to meet up with some some camel hired goons. Yeah. Hired yeah. goons on camels. Yep. Camel caravan heading into the stronghold. Batman picks off a straggler and... Steals his clothes, takes his place, and uh, obviously knowing that it would look very suspicious for one of these mooks to have a bat cowl on underneath a turban, he takes off his gloves and cowl and just, no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks so goofy here. Yeah. He's he still got all of his bat gear on. Everything. Uh, He's got they his... go to... <laughs> Anyway. Did you notice that the strong, it's this mountain in the middle of the desert and it's got a castle on it. And yep. I immediately thought of, oh, it's Spooky Castle. Yep. <laughs> spooky <laughs> Castle Mountain. <laughs> turns one of out Africa's many sp Spooky Castles. <laughs> yeah. In the Saharan Desert, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go in there and Ubu says, it's about time. He's been waiting for these guys to show up. Uh, you know, unpack and follow me. Yep, there's a little cat and mouse uh, stuff between Batman and Ubu. They have a little fight, uh, but ultimately Batman is surrounded by thugs and Raish comes out, takes him prisoner, strips off his shirt because, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but leaves the mask on. It's a sign of honor. Yep, and Batman says, you could at least Bond villain monologue your evil plan to me. You owe me that much. <laughs> and Raish says, I do. I should I should tell you that. And that's where we get this exposition about this black and white photographs of there are certain Lazarus pits all across the world. He's going to put bombs in them. Bombs explode caused by a reaction by the Orpheus satellite. Yep. Those bombs will flood the world with the green ooze and life will be hunky dory for nature. Yep. Uh, humanity will uh, will lose about two billion souls, but nature will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some two billion people will die. He did the math. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember the exact number, but two billion. Yeah. And, I, just, I uh, mean, that, that leaves like three billion to repopulate the planet. It's fine. This is back in the 90s, remember? Yep. Uh, There's probably only like four billion people on the Earth. Now I, I think we were at like 10. I, I looked it up. At the time, we were a little over five billion. Now we're creeping up on eight. Uh, okay. Right on. Good podcast, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of good podcast, Ben. So we've been pronouncing it Rachel Ghoul this entire time. Should we have this conversation? Though father's name was pronounced Raish, not Raz. A common mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to, this is how I know it from the cartoon. Yep. Now in the movie, they say something else. They uh, say Raz. Yeah. Uh, so both pronunciations are correct. Raish is how it we how it would be pronounced in Hebrew, and it is the preferred pronunciation of the character's original creator. Uh, okay. Raz is how you would pronounce it in Arabic. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's one of those, pronounce it however you want, you're right either way, but also fuck you, it's Raish, because... <laughs> that's how I've always known it. I mean, yeah. it's hard to change changed the way i've been saying it for 20 plus years yep. it's been race ever since i was a kid yep but never raz hear that mcginnis raz is wrong raz al ghul race or raz <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh so batman is gonna be taken away and talia's like wait wait hold on i want to give him a big old smooch on the lips yep and she does, and it uh, turns out she slipped him a, what is it, like a pick? Yeah, like a, a lock, lock pick. pick. Yep. Batman his... uses it to escape from the prison on Spooky Castle Mountain. And here you get yourself a big dumb fight sequence. Yep. But it's cool. It's a really oh, it's cool fight cool. sequence. 
Yeah, Batman blows up an ammo depot. There's your explosions for the episode. Take uh, a shot. Ul- yep, take a shot. Ultimately, <laughs> Raish unshirts himself so that we can have a big old no shirts. It's not even shirts versus skins. It's just an all skin sword fight between Batman and Raish. And uh, Sarah brought this up. She was like, oh, this is kind of sexy. And I, she's like, why don't you dress up like that for me, shirtless? With, And I said, well, why don't you do the Talia thing for me? And it kind of occurred to me, yeah, this episode for a kid's cartoon, lots yep. of skin in this one. So it's a pretty risque uh, yep. <laughs> episode <laughs> compared bit. to what we're used to. This is a very romanticized adventure. Yep. Uh, You're right. For for an episode without one Harleen Quinzel, this is a lot like a Harlequin romance novel. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, my wife pointed out, I was like, this is a very, for a kid's show, this is pretty wild stuff going on. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is. Yep. Uh, big but... old sword fight, shirtless, in the, on top of, a, I guess it's a Lazarus pit that's in Spooky Castle Island. Yep. Yep, uh, Batman wins the wins the sword fight. He uh, chucks his sword at the satellite dish that is controlling the Orpheus satellite, which of course makes it explode because everything yes. explodes when hit by swords. <laughs> uh, the Orpheus satellite plummets to Earth, um, and it stops right at two minutes. I was hoping it'd be three eleven, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's at two minutes. Yep. And uh, Rot Rage. <laughs> now I've got you overthinking Ra- it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why'd you do that? <laughs> but yes, Rage, Rage falls into the Lazarus pit. He stops himself with his sword and he's thinking about, you know, of course, Batman uh, does the take my hand thing. Oh, speaking of Batman, Kenny, it's been a while since we've had one of these. I got to add one to our give it up counter. He says, oh, give it dude. up, Raish. I forgot about that thing. So did I. Oh. I we had like four <laughs> give it ups within like the first six episodes. And I thought it was a bigger thing than it was. And then we, we've had no give it ups. And finally, the counter ticks up to five. Five oh. give it ups. And here right. our 55th, I believe, episode of this show. Nice. <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> But uh, Raish does give it up. He decides not to take Batman's hand. He swan dives backwards into the Lazarus pit. And Batman says, well, uh, Lazarus pits have clearly been fatal every time we've seen. Oh, wait, no. The only time we've seen somebody uh, go into one, he survived. But for some reason, Batman (laughs) assumes that it's fatal this time. (laughs) Talia's real sad. Uh, The the spooky castles and on fire and it's inflamed uh robin lands his plane he's ready to pick up batman and talia says are you going to take me as prisoner and he says yep no, prisoner of love and he gives her a big smooch uh, they do a big smooch with the uh, sunrise it's it's pretty awesome looking shot Yep, but then Batman boards the plane and leaves Talia standing alone in the desert where she presumably dies of dehydration. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, she's she's exposed to the elements there in that dress. Yeah, Uh, she probably hitched a ride with some of those some of those camel riders. They're fine. And uh, but (laughs) out of the uh, the Lazarus pit ooze, you see a hand emerge and evil laughter. Dun dun dun. (laughs) And thus ends. The Demon's Quest. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Hell yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is a good I, I one. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I I have my quibbles with it. I think the... Talia is, you know, from her first appearance, where I already thought, like, I mean, she's fine. She's she's no Catwoman. She's no, uh, no Andrea Beaumont, but she's fine. In this episode, she is fan service and a love interest and just... She is such an archetypal villain's hot daughter. Yeah. Yeah. There there is absolutely no female empowerment with this character. This is your classic Batman guy takes over the whole show and girl just sits in the background situation. Yeah. And they said she gave me a little boner when I was 10 years old. (laughs) So, hey, what can I say? (laughs) It's, um... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have too many quibbles with this episode. 
Um, I've always enjoyed it because it leaves, you know, you leave Gotham for a bit. You got a little uh, adventure around the world. It's, there's swords and machine guns and explosions and traps. It's, it's fun. It's a fun episode. Yeah, I, it is a lot really, of fun. And I'm glad I... Robin wasn't in it for very long. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Robin was around as much as he needed it to be. I mean, exactly. you want to talk about you want to talk about people not getting much to do. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, Robin could have been called hostage boy in this episode, but yeah, they're just there. There were so many moving parts going on there. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of time to give him any like cool action moment to make up for <laughs> for being a hostage for the entire first part. Oh, well, right. <laughs> but let's see how cool this episode actually is. Let's do. I think it's time to boot up the old science machine and see where it ranks. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance. With all right. Now I have to take your word for it because I can't see it. I'm assuming you're pushing all the doodads. Oh, yeah. Those doodads are doing. All right. Uh, they got the keyboard illuminated. Uh, always. I need to see what I'm typing. Dino Therm's connected. Yep. Mega thrusters are go. So let's put those lab coats on. Lab coats on. Pants is off. Alright, we've got our master list of 54 episodes. Yeah! Just my microphone here so I can stand up while I look at this. I need to be able to get that good deep breath. Two-Face, see no evil, Harley and Ivy, Cat in the Club, where the great ghost, the man who killed Batman, almost got him, perchance to dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I am the Knight, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Joker's Wild Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Zatanna, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, Mechanic, Tiger Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Bat as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV. Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape, and Cow Conspiracy, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch, Rice, Fever, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir. All right. That was a a two-breather, but I think it was worth it. Yep. All right. Random number generator. Is this episode better or worse? (laughs) Here's a place to start. Is Demon's Quest Parts 1 and 2 better or worse than number 51, Hammer Man, Nobody's Perfect? Hey, take a shot, <laughs> take everybody! A shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Now, let's think about this. Let's not this, rush to any snap judgments. No, this is this is perfect. This is exactly what we need right now. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're quarantined, yep. pandemic style. We need... Some some hammer man. Yes, take a shot. Fortunately, I do think the Demon's Quest is a better episode. I, I think it's better. I, I want to make sure I'm not being biased <laughs> because you know De- Demon's Quest was like a fun travelogue, you know, gl- globe hopping, and we haven't gotten to travel a lot as a people. So, I mean, is it possible that we only think it's better because of the exotic locales? No, no. Okay, all right. That was my only question. All right, good. I concur. Woo! <laughs> That's great. All Thank right. you, Aaron Jesus. <laughs> it's demons... like you sensed our pain and, and you wanted to make our day a little bit better. Yep. So thank you, Aaron Jesus. <laughs> it's a good place to start. <laughs> Is Demon's Quest better or worse than number 26? Nothing to fear. I uh, Yes. Yeah, better. I would tend to agree. Nothing to fear had that great beginning. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this one, the, the whole thing has some great action sequences. Yep. Although that does uh, that does bring up a good point. We we do need to rank Ubu on the old Anthony meter. Oh yeah, uh, he's got a lot of heart. He he does. He's very concerned with with his bosses uh, with his bosses propriety with people showing the proper respect. Kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, part of you know, we we kind of skipped over one of the reasons why Batman was able to confirm. He said he had suspicions from the start, but one of the ways he was able to confirm that Rachel Ghoul was behind the kidnapping was because he realized Ubu would always make sure that Rache preceded Batman, that he went first, except in the temple with the Panther trap, which he could only 
do if he knew that there would be danger inside there. So, yeah, Ubu kind of gave up the game a little bit. So I, th I think that's a negative. I Yeah, uh, I'm going to say 350. I, I think I would give him more than 350. 350 is pretty baseline. I, I would say 500 for that extra heart. Yeah. Oh, and you know... Says hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kenny's dog uh, in the background there. <laughs> sorry, everybody. That's my dog. I have two dogs, Mulder and Scully. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> People are used to, used to hearing Minnie in the background, and she's been good so far. That's my dog. Uh, but... I think because here's the thing, Ubu is not only muscle, he is also overseeing all of the just just a veritable army of mooks at the desert stronghold. He's working logistics, so he brings a little bit of extra mook value to the table. So I think the 500 is justified. Okay. All right. I, I'll concur. <laughs> all right. In that case, back to the matter at hand. Is Demon's Quest better or worse than number 18, Feet of Clay? Yes. I think uh, Ron Perlman's performance is great, but he's basically just an angry guy. Uh, David Warner's voice is so just, it's magical. Um, it is. He makes this character. I think Feet of Clay Part 2 is, is beautifully animated. I think across the two parts, this one's more consistent animation-wise. Yeah. Doesn't quite reach the heights of Feet of Clay, but it's it's very solid all the way through. But... Ultimately, I think it comes down to pacing and structure, and that's those are yeah. two things that Demon's Quest has over Feet of Clay. I concur. I, th I think this one's better. All right. In that case, is Demon's Quest better or worse than number 17, Joker's Favor? Yes. Yeah, I'd concur with that as well. You know I've got a soft spot for Joker's Favor. I love Charlie. I love being introduced to Harley Quinn, but this one's just... Just a, a bigger, more expansive adventure. And you want to talk stakes. I think this is the first time that Batman has saved not just a person, not just a city, but a, the world. Yeah. It's funny because those both are... <laughs> I'd say Joker's Favor is one of the least action-packed episodes we've ever seen. Yep. And this one, I would say, is probably the most action-packed episode we've ever seen. Um, both yeah. are good, just different you know, different styles. Um, but I would go with Demon's Quest. Yeah, I concur. In that case, is Demon's Quest better or worse than number nine, Robin's Reckoning? Yeah, I think it is. Robin's Reckoning was real slow at parts. Um, yeah. And I think I, the performance of... Um, Gosh, I can't think of his name now. Biff from Back to the Future. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did a very he did an amazing job. He really did, but uh, a lot of that was kind of a slow buildup, and I would have maybe liked more of his character. Um, whereas I Raish, every time he was on screen, I got I enjoyed hearing what he had to say. Yeah, um, I liked the locales. I, I liked the music. Um, had a very operatic you know, 1940 serial uh, style music at the very end where they're sword fighting. Eh, I would go Demon's Quest. Yeah, I think we're getting close. Yeah. Because I think Robin's Reckoning had, had higher emotional stakes. It had some good character stuff. Whereas in this one, there's like, they really try to play up this romance between Batman and Talia. And I'm kind of sitting there like, I mean, she's hot, but... <laughs> You met her once, and you're talking about she's in love with you. You're, you're what? Yeah. I, <laughs> um. Yeah. There's there's a disconnect there. Whereas Robin's reckoning, some of the storytelling stuff wasn't perfect, but you really felt the relationship between Batman and Robin in a way that was effective. That said, pacing wise, you're right on the money. Robin Robin's reckoning was slow, and this one kept up that nice brisk pace throughout the entire two parter. And you know I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. So I'll I concur. I think it's close, but I, I concur. Demon's Quest does get the edge. Okay. In that case, is Demon's Quest better or worse than number eight, perchance to dream? Yeah, I think it is. 
Yeah, I think I would give it the edge for largely the same reason. I think Perchance to Dream had had some pretty good emotional stakes with, you know, getting into Batman's backstory and his parents, but it just dragged through the whole second act. It just, it was not yeah. enough story to fill 22 minutes. And again, pacing, pacing and structure. That'll, yeah, that'll go a long way. In that case, is Demon's Quest better or worse than number four, The Cat and the Claw? Oh, that's funny. That's another big action set piece one. Yeah, and another two-parter. Mm-hmm. Cat and the Claw had a romance that actually worked as opposed to the romance in this one. That's a point in its favor. Yeah. On the other hand, Demon's Quest had a villain that actually works. <laughs> As opposed to Red Claw. Yeah. Uh, um, if we went down to pacing-wise, I think Demon's Quest, I never felt bored at that one. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I felt bored at cat and claw but i feel like there were some stagnant moments in that one yeah like boring might be overstating it but i i do yeah. know what you mean there were there were times when that were less than fully engaging yeah it's a close one really close i would give the slightest of edge to demon's quest yeah i think i agree i concur okay okay yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. So this is uh, this is climbing up there. Random number generator is Demon's Quest better or worse than number one? Two Face parts one and two. Pregnant women are smug. I think I still got to give the edge to Two Face for the for the emotional stakes. Like I I cared what happened to uh, to Harvey Dent in a way that. I love Rachel Ghoul. He's a wonderful on-screen presence, but you, the the threat of you know you know how they say a a million or in this case two billion is a statistic. One death is a tragedy. It's like that, you know. Yeah. But I'm curious to hear what you have to say. I think Two Face. I totally agree. It, it was heartbreaking watching Harvey, his transformation. I feel like part two of the Two-Face episode wasn't as, as uh, it didn't work as well as the first one. But it was still, I'm not saying it was bad. You know, I, I'm going to, breaking it down with, with some science here. It's heartbreaking watching Harvey turn into Two-Face, whereas... There's really no... I didn't feel a gut reaction for the other characters in Demon's Quest. It wasn't like, oh, no, Robin got kidnapped. Oh, no, not Robin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Two-Face. Two-Face, okay, all right. That's tough, though. Yeah, woof, woof, all right. In that case, is Demon's Quest better or worse than number two, See No Evil? And I, th I think there I'm going to give the edge to see no evil as well for, for some of the same reasons as Two-Face and also just because it is such a perfectly crafted 22 minutes. Like I've been giving, I've been giving Demon's Quest a lot of points for, for good pacing and story structure, but I think, I think see no evil even has the edge on, on those terms as well. And you got child endangerment. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, the emotional stakes are high. The set pieces, I mean, we're talking the thinnest of margins because the set pieces are great. They're one of the highlights in Demon's Quest too. All the all the exotic mm. locations and stuff, but but I I weigh that against Batman flying through the air on a half invisible <laughs> car that gets hit by a train. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. All right. That leaves us with just one more decision to make. Is Demon's Quest better or worse than number three, Harley and Ivy? Pregnant women are smug. I think Harley and Ivy's better. Yeah, I concur. 
it's it's tough for me to say that because I do love this Demon's Quest, but Harley and Ivy had this unique narrative. It was mm-hmm. seeing the bad guy's point of view, making them the stars of the show. Um, it was jazzy. It was hip. It was different. Um, and the animation, the direction and the animation is so expressive. The visual storytelling is at absolutely the top of its game in Harley and Ivy. Whereas yeah. Demon's Quest is like, again, it's great. You know what I think might be the difference? Harley and Ivy, as far as I know, was an original story for this show. Whereas Demon's Quest is adapted pretty directly from a comic book. And I think Harley and Ivy made the made the absolute best out of the medium that it was in. Whereas this, you can sort of tell it's just a little bit stiff in places because it wasn't made for animation. It was made for the page. Okay. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Not that an adaptation can't be great, but... No, no. Yeah. I mean, look at Two-Face, I think. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But okay, all right. That puts Demon's Quest at number four, just below Harley and Ivy, and just above Cat and the Claw. I Yeah, I like that. Top five. Yep. That feels right. That feels good. I'm looking at our... I'm always looking at our top 10. Do you realize that Heart of Ice just got pushed from the 10 spot to 11? Dude, we're going to get so many letters. <laughs> Look, if people want to put their scientifically proven incorrect ideas down in writing, that's on them. <laughs> we're over so here to do science, hate. man. I know. Well, even I kind of like deep down inside, like, how did that happen? Heart of Ice is amazing. It won an Emmy. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, but anytime I ask, how did that happen? All I have to do is look at the 10 episodes above it and realize, yeah, that, that's how it happened. Is is that this show is so good, it can win an Emmy and still have 10 episodes that are better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not point. that Heart of Ice doesn't deserve it. It's that this show is just that good. Yeah, yeah. But still... Be prepared for hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what's going to be getting us our hate mail next week. I have to scroll down so far on this thing now before right. I start. Okay. Next week, we are going to be getting his Silicon Soul. Oh, okay. Do you remember <laughs> this one, Kenny? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not real thrilled about it, but yeah, I remember it. Okay, all right. This should be interesting then, because this is, this is one that I remember being just like up there, just one of the best episodes, but that's also my recollections as a kid. And as a kid, I gave a premium to anything that that had that veneer of, of, uh, of intelligence to it. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. as an adult, as an adult, you can kind of look back on with the benefit of years, and sometimes it's like, yeah, okay, except they really stole all their ideas from this other thing. Or <laughs> so See, this is a follow up from Heart of Steel, uh, the yes. Hardak episode. I was kind of done with that. I after that episode happened, I was like, that was a very good, well done two parter. No more. This one takes place afterwards, and I'm kind of I didn't want more of that world. I, I was happy. I liked that book being closed and it felt unnecessary to me. But who knows? This was years ago. I don't know. Could be great now. Yep. Well, we'll find out next time. And in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me in my house or at <laughs> TV on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. The ALTTPR League uh, season, well, the the season proper just closed. We're about to get into playoffs. We're, uh, uh, we ended with uh, two wins, ten losses, which is one more win than I hoped and two more than I expected. We did not come, we did not come last in the league. We came last in our division, not last in the league. All so, right. uh for a, for a rookie team, hey, we'll see you next season. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. It, you I'm glad always... you've seen this with, uh, <laughs> with positive eyes. That's good. Yeah. No, we had a blast. We had a blast all season long, so I'm so glad that we did that. But, yeah, we're I'm still playing more Link to the Past randomizer on my Twitch channel. 
I got other stuff going on, going on there too. We've been playing through the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, there. Oh yeah, how is that? That good? It is when it is it, like the little girl with the little cool curl. When it's good, it is very, very good, and when it is bad, it is horrid. <laughs> when it is directly adapting or expanding on the original game, it's great. But then there are times when it's like, oh, you can definitely tell that the that the creators thought that people would be pissed if this $60 game were too short. And so they thought they had to cram some padding in there. And I'm like, look, uh, if you're if you're if it is a good, tightly paced 15 hour experience, I'm good. I know that not everybody feels that way, but what you've got instead is 15 amazing hours trapped in a 45 hour monstrosity. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, those proportions are probably way off and I'm only like four or five hours in. So that's yeah. that's just based on the first couple five hours. But like the first three hours were this amazing introduction and then it like opened up the world and gave you a bunch of side quests and the side quests are horseshit. Oh no. Go chase some <laughs> go find some lost cats. No, I want to blow up another power reactor. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but well, it's 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 definitely worth it. Just it's a bit of a mixed bag. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. But that's where you can find us. You can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can hit the button. You can join our newest supporter. Oh, I'm glad that I have this little, I don't have like a written down script, but I have this patter at the end of each episode, as you've probably noticed. And it reminded me, Kenny, we've got a new supporter today. Hey! That means I've got a new limerick to write. Hello, how are you? I'm Nick, here to teach you a fun little trick. To have a good time when writing a rhyme, try writing your own limerick. Okay, so our newest supporter named Matthew McMahon. Thank you, Matthew McMahon, for supporting the podcast. Here's your limerick. There once was a man named McMahon. He was Bat Ranking's favorite fan. But if he doesn't agree, Harley and Ivy ranks three. He'll earn himself a 30-day ban. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give myself a c minus i had too many syllables in there that wasn't a proper limerick but uh that's it's what the, you get well thank <laughs> you very much that's for the quality support. you've learned to expect here at <laughs> <laughs> thank you matthew mcmahon <laughs> Matt McMahon, we do appreciate it thank you so much for supporting us uh we know money can be tight right now so thank you so much sir yeah, it is it is tough out there and we appreciate all our supporters who help uh help us do things like uh <laughs> like Amazon Express shipping a microphone to Kenny so that we can record <laughs> these remotely for you. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you to all of our supporters. Man and man, thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, we will see you next week for Silicon Soul. 